From Bristol, UK, I'm Pommy Harmer. And I'm Melissa Shimam. And this is The Quarantini. We're bringing you this podcast every week to keep your spirits up until lockdown in the UK has ended. As with every week, today we'll bring you a mix of ingenious responses to the virus, creative ideas for the future, and maybe a dash of the unexpected. Hello, Melissa. Well, here we are at the very first episode of the Quarantini podcast. Yes, for me. Thank you so much for making that happen. And tell us what you had in mind when you came up with this idea. I wanted to make a podcast that was about all the fantastic responses that we've seen in Bristol, where we both live, but also from around the country and across the world to the virus. We've seen people thanking the care workers. We've seen online responses, things being put up free for people to use who are stuck at home. And we thought, let's bring this into a podcast to share with everybody. Yeah, I really love this idea and I think it's got to be positive. But of course, it's called the Quarantini. So can you tell me and tell us why the name? Well, yes. So, well, I saw a joke floating around right at the beginning of the virus. Uh, it went something like, what you get if you drop a big vitamin C tablet into a glass of vodka? A Quarantini. And I really like that. <laughs> So that's what came to mind when I was thinking about this podcast. And, uh, you know, in these days of lockdown, cocktails are, are, are sort of have a little bit more importance to me. I think I've had one or two in the last three weeks. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, we need to cheer up, don't we? And uh, for me, as a news journalist, I've realized in the past few weeks that I've spent my life telling mostly bad news to people. But recently, with all of this, I thought we need more good news because Because actually, you know, there's always a way, even when you drag in bad news, to come up with a solution. So your idea is a bit like that, right? We need to be more inspired. And the public don't need to be overwhelmed with all the news. I do find that, you know, newspapers publish too much. So they have to dig in and then it could be absolutely overwhelming. So let's try to do it differently for this hour. I think you're right, Melissa. We need something inspiring to offset the avalanche of negative information that we're getting, many, much of which we need, but we still need to retain some hope and um, excitement. So on that note, what have we got coming up in the show today? So to start with, we're going to have a weekly roundup, a slot of ingenious ideas, and later on a key interview. This one today with a very special person from Bristol. And also we're going to have, and this is a special passion of mine, some music related to what we live now, but also uplifting music. By the way, I think it's a good time to mention that our lovely opening music comes from a band from Bristol. They called the Old Bones Collective. I've been following them for years. They're a really great jazz band based here in between Bath and Bristol. And a very big thank you to my friend Seb for allowing us to use that song, which is called, you know, Pommy relevantly hot flu it is isn't it and if you look at them on youtube you can see them playing in their kitchen and living room and it's a real treat yes they have a nice video that's probably shot in the basement of one of their houses and uh you know what what a timely name and what a lovely tune thank you very much to the old bones collective 
And speaking about music, we're going to open that first episode of the podcast with an inspiring song. It comes from Uganda in East Africa. It's been written by the rapper and musician turned politicians, Bobby Wine, and it's supposed to help the population dealing with this crisis. The bad news is that everyone is a potential victim. But the good news is that everyone is a potential solution. Sensitize the masses to sanitize. Keep a social distance and quarantine. singing the coronavirus song in Uganda with his friend Nubian Lee. And, you know, 10 hours only after the song was released, it had generated more than 700,000 views on social media. People praised the Member of Parliament for such a great message. Fantastic. That's really inspiring. And that is one of the ingredients that will go into the cocktail each week something that we've found from YouTube to inspire you. So, Melissa, I think it's now time to just say a little bit about ourselves for our listeners. Tell our listeners what you've been up to. Yes, thank you very much, Pommy, for that. So, um, I'm a journalist. I've been a journalist for 15 years and I've always worked around foreign affairs and a bit of culture. So, music is very dear to me because I've I've just stopped being 7-7, 24 and, you know, funny, weird weekend and night shifts in the news to write a book about Bristol music scene specifically and I've just moved to Bristol quite recently after coming here like half of the year for almost five years and uh, it's been absolutely great I absolutely love Bristol and it made this dream come true so I'm just happy to as we were saying before bring some of the best memories of my travels and experience just to find out positive messages to complement the bad news that are around at the moment. And what about you, Pommy? Well, I live in Bristol, as you do. I've lived here since the mid-80s, I think. And uh, for 22 of the last 26 years, I worked in a women's charity supporting women with mental health and domestic violence. But I finished that and retrained as a broadcast journalist. And I've been working as a freelancer since then and also 
producing the Monday Morning Breakfast Show on Ujima Radio, which is a community radio station based in Bristol. And uh, and I'm very keen, a very keen podcaster. So it's, it's, it's great to be able to collaborate with you and think about how we can make this quarantine uh, work for everybody who's listening. Yes, absolutely. And that's actually how we met, thanks to Jima. So that's right. What's coming up for this first edition? Do you have um, a lot of good news for us, Pommy? Yes. So now it's time for our roundup. This is our roundup slot we'll have every week and we'll be bringing you a variety of creative responses from here in Bristol, because this is where we know, and from all over the world. So we want you to get in touch with us and let us know what you've come across as well. So you can email us at thequarantinipodcast at gmail.com. Um, one of the things we know you'll know a lot about what we just want to market really is the creative kindness that's been going on in the UK. More than 700,000 volunteers have um, put themselves forward to help the NHS 700,000, that's fantastic, isn't it? And I know that there's many more who've who volunteered for Caring in Bristol, uh, Can Do Bristol here here where we live. Yes, it's absolutely inspiring when we know that a lot of people suffer from being, you know, not able to, to produce anything or to keep on working. Such a high number of volunteers is really, really thrilling and inspiring. And we have the weekly clapping, don't we, at eight o'clock now on a Thursday. Last time I went out, you could hear it rippling up and down the street, which was really moving. Yeah, clapping for the NHS is not much, but I know a lot of people working there who said it's warming their hearts. So big up to the NHS workers. And if you do want to raise a little bit of money for the NHS, then you could buy the poetry book called These Are the Hands. It's poems written by workers in the NHS, some of them at the heart of coronavirus, working in intensive care, from consultant surgeons right the way through to nurses, cleaners, healthcare assistants. They've all contributed to this book. And the name, These Are the Hands, is taken from a, a poem by Michael Rosen. And he himself has had the virus and has been recovering in hospital, but I think he's getting better. So it costs $9.99. Fairacre Press will sell it to you. Uh, or you can buy it in an e-digital version for a fiver. Brilliant. What do we have next, Pommy? You mentioned the National Theatre's Live at Home. Well, this is this is one of the many kind of theatre and art events that are now being broadcast live into everyone's homes, which is just brilliant, I think. And it's a real chance for people to watch fantastic theatre when they may not get the chance to go to London and, and see it. They do do National Theatre live in cinema, so you can go to see it this way. But this is now a new play. Every Thursday it comes out. It's on for a week and you can watch it on YouTube. It's called NT Live. All you need to do is Google it. At the moment, it's playing Treasure Island. Last week was Jane Eyre and before that was a James Corden starring in One Man, Two Governors. So well, you just go to the site and you can see what's on. It's a really good way of watching fantastic theatre for free. Why not take the opportunity while you can? Absolutely. Thank you so much for putting that out. I watched Jen Eyre um, a few days ago and it was absolutely mesmerising. And you know what? It was a collaboration between the National Theatre and the Bristol World Vic. So big up to them. And you can also go on uh, the National Theatre or the Bristol World Vic um, website 
to donate just to support the events and you know the broadcast while the, the theatres are shut. It's absolutely brilliant work. And then closer to home, there's a drawing group in Bristol. I'm sure this is replicated all over the country. They are giving out a challenge every week. This week is Make a Self Portrait Week, and then they will put it up on their site, and you can have your work shown. Or if you're more into dance, I don't know whether you're into dancing, Melissa, I imagine you probably are. Well, very like, you know, free dancing. (laughs) (laughs) No, you won't like this then. This is the Blinding Lights Challenge and it's worth just looking at, even if you don't do it with your family, but it's families getting together and learning. So this is um, young people with their parents learning to do a prescribed set of steps. Uh, It started on TikTok. It's now all over YouTube and it's called the Blinding Lights Challenge because the music is Blinding Lights and it's by Weekend. It's really worth doing. And maybe you could do it with your family at home. Yeah, absolutely. And if like me, you boycott TikTok because you have too many apps, um, you can also be inspired by my neighbour. He's an amateur DJ and on Saturday night, he organised a lovely set of music for the whole street. So you put the speaker on the street and everyone could be dancing in a garden or the front door, just waving at each other and respecting the social distancing. It was absolutely lovely. That sounds like a lot of fun. And yeah. finally, this week, we've, we're bringing you an idea of Airbnb. Airbnb obviously is well known for its accommodation, but it also provides experiences and it's just launched online experiences. So when I last looked, you could learn to make sangria with some Spanish drag artists. What more could you want for the quarantini? That's great. I mean, a new cocktail. And then, you know, a lot of my friends told me that they want to use this time to learn a new language. So you can also go on an app and learn Spanish where you'll learn how to make a Spanish sangria. <laughs> we like that. Wonderful. Okay, it's now time for our interview. Yes, for me, I think it's time for this slot. And uh, this week, I wanted to talk to someone that most of you may know. Um, he is an artist, a musician, and he's got um, impersonation at the moment called Tintin Quarantine know which obviously I think was relevant for us to Quarantini so we like that absolutely he's been creating a series of videos on YouTube inspired by the quarantine and it's really a weird mix of craziness and humor and a bit of like inspiration and he takes us all around his house inspired by obviously the character that um, Quentin Tarantino he's himself so there's a lot of references to films but it's mainly going haywire so don't count on this interview to be actually strongly factual right it's take it with a hinge of humor there so this is me talking to tintin quarantino just um a couple of days ago to me normally i'm adjusting to your limey's way of life and i have to say uh, i obviously haven't met many people in lockdown but most of the people i've seen out of the window they're really cool that's probably one of the best ways to connect with people anyway. What do you think? Through the yeah, window. I think, you know, I mean, this whole social distancing thing, two metres apart, I've been practicing that my whole life. I mean, I don't want people getting closer to me than two metres. I'm not a huggy type person. You know what? I can't stand that harsh shit. But it doesn't mean that I'm cold. I mean, au contraire. I mean, it's just really quite beautiful weather you're having here. It's certainly warmer than New York at this time of year. But 
Again, I'm doing all the talking. So That's what we're here for. So I will just describe a bit for listeners that we're talking on Facebook and I can see your your room and... This is the restroom. I didn't know how long this thing would be going yeah. on for. So I figured if I did it in the restroom, I wouldn't get caught shot. And obviously, um, it means I can also wash my hands. Of course. I'm going to do that right now. Let's wash our hands. Absolutely. Everybody wash your hands. So Tintin is, is currently washing his hands in his very yeah. special restroom. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's become quite of an expert, oh, and we can hear he's uh, yeah. rubbing his hands now. Clean hands. It's the seventh time today. I it's, mean, you got to maintain your self-esteem. It's yeah. important. Otherwise, you just disappear in your, in your own inner world. And believe me, my inner world is pretty... Well, you don't want to go there. Oh. I was just writing a speech for an Easter address that will be going out on my YouTube channel. A message of peace from benevolence to all of humanity at this difficult time. It's uh, great it's because we need someone like you to just promote the, the strong message of Easter. But geez, Melissa, I gotta say, you really do look swell. When this thing's over, uh, maybe we can, uh, you know, meet up and send up a few cocktails, huh? Well, that's the yeah. point, if I may say. Our podcast is called The Quarantini. Quarantini! So it's the cocktail hour, and I wanted you to be... That's a good one, I like it. Named after me! Almost! <laughs> it was meant to be. I wanted you to be our first guest, because you're Quarantino, and we're the Quarantini, so we should have a cocktail... I think we should! ...to celebrate, because I do believe there's a lot of great opportunity coming out of this situation, and, um, and when I saw your videos, I was really impressed, because you made that come real for me. It's great. Like when I sat at my table, all the birds, all the squirrels, all the insects, they're all flying in. Flying in and go, let in, QT, let us in. Is it how you make it so wonderful, your side, do you think, Tintin? Do you think this is one of the key elements that made your retreat or whatever you want to call this moment, quarantine, so insightful? I think we're all having a big look at ourselves, aren't we? You know, we're all looking in the mirror and saying, what do I see? Do I like this person? A lot of us, it's the first time we're really spending any time with ourselves. People say, I'm bored. I'm bored. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But you're not in this position, obviously. You're very resourceful. I have been in that position. I've been in that position. But uh, at the moment, I'm not. No. At the moment, I am looking at the... uh, Muffball shopping mall of humanity and seeing a new opportunity for us to understand our morality and our and our humanity and our mortality and reinvent the world in a in a kind of much nicer way, you know. That's exactly what I was thinking about, right? That we don't want to go back to the previous time. That was pretty awful for the vast majority of people all over the world. It's good to hear old good wisdom coming from someone like you, because obviously you're a very experienced man. We can see that from your videos. Because you've already done 25 episodes or more. That's the tip of the iceberg. It really is. Basically, what I'm trying to get through here, what I'm trying to work through is is to a place where we can all share this new found wisdom and benevolence with each other and and move away from a world where privileged people like me get to sit on our asses doing nothing 
while other people are being paid dick shit to do all the hard work. Hold on a second. I just got to tell my Lithuanian maid to hold her behind the sofa. Hey, can you hold her behind the sofa? Do it quick, will ya? Don't look to me for some kind of spiritual guidance. You have the answers yourself. Take the shotgun out of your mouth and put it in your own ego. I think it's a very, very deep message. Thank you very much. It's been real swell talking to you, Melissa. I hope you can make some use out of all this. It's a real inspiration, Sue. Thank you again. Yeah, uh, you stay lucky, kid, and it'll be great to share one of those quarantinis with you soon. Exactly, we'll share a quarantini. So that was for the quarantini, Mr. Tintin Quarantino has created a YouTube channel specifically to just amuse us and make us, you know, go and dream a little and have fun. Um, look it up on YouTube. It's got 26 episodes now. The last one was inspired by Easter Sunday. I love watching some of his episodes. If you like Reservoir Dogs, you'll love Mr. Pink. <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah, and I'm sure some of you will recognize the man. Right, so it's nearly time to finish now. It's been a great show for me and I'm looking forward to finding new excitement for next week. Absolutely. So we're going to have the same format every week. We'll bring you an interview, we'll bring you a roundup and we'll bring you a little dash of excitement from uh, YouTube. Yeah, and I already have a list of great musicians who have contributed to support people during the lockdown by creating new songs or sharing live events that are absolutely rare and wonderful. That's it for the quarantini this week. We'll be back next week with a new cocktail of ideas and positive news for you all. And we'd really love to hear from you. So you can always get hold of us by emailing us at thequarantinipodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. This podcast was hosted by me, Melissa Scheman. And was hosted and produced by me, Pommy Harmer. Thanks for listening. And stay safe. Thank you.